The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. LinkedIn presents. Your brain has 80 billion brain cells. And in between those 80 billion brain cells are 100 trillion connections. And these 100 trillion connections, they're your thoughts, your feelings, they're how you move, your memories. And as we get older, we can lose those connections. Good morning, listeners. This is the Next Big Idea Daily, and I'm your host, Michael Kavanagh. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm getting older. You too, huh? Yes, despite my best efforts, time seems to be marching steadily onward. And while I like to think that I've been keeping myself in pretty decent shape physically, I know that some of the insults of age happen above the neck. How about you? Do you find yourself getting a bit more forgetful as you get older? Having more trouble focusing or getting a good night's sleep? These are common complaints people have as they age, but they're not inevitable. Mark Milstein has written a new book called The Age-Proof Brain, New Strategies to Improve Memory, Protect Immunity, and Fight Off Dementia. And in it, he offers clear and practical advice for how to defend yourself against some of the indignities of aging. Mark holds a PhD in biological chemistry, and he uses his expertise to bring the latest brain science to the general public. Here he is to share some of his big ideas. Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Milstein, and I specialize in taking the leading scientific research on brain health, and I present it in a way so that it's actionable and empowering. There are little things that we can do daily that lower our risk of dementia and Alzheimer's by anywhere from 30 to 60%. And these same lifestyle factors also can boost your day-to-day mental and physical health, lower the risk of depression and anxiety, boost your memory, and maximize productivity, longevity, and energy to make you feel like your brain is firing on all cylinders. At its essence, it's about taking care and getting the most out of your most precious asset, your brain. A crucial part of having an age-proof brain is you want to keep it clean. How clean your brain is can play a role in how old your brain is. Now, your brain can have two ages, the number of years you've been on this planet And then how old is your brain really? So your brain can be older or younger than your actual age. And keeping your brain more youthful is crucial to lowering the risk of dementia and optimizing day-to-day brain health. Bottom line, just like you can be more productive in a clean apartment or home, your brain is more efficient and healthier when it's clean. So how do you clean your brain? Well, tonight when you go to sleep, your brain inside your skull will shrink down to about 60% of its current size. I know your brain shrinking while you're sleeping sounds like a horror movie, but it's really happening, and your three-pound brain can create five pounds of trash, waste, and toxins a year. These are just the byproducts of chemical reactions in your brain. Think of your brain like a sponge. You need to squeeze out all of that waste that builds up So you squeeze out that waste each night into the empty space because your brain is now smaller and then fluid comes up from your spinal cord and washes all that trash away. So every single night when you sleep, you give yourself a brainwash. And if you wake up and you didn't get a good night's sleep, you have that fuzzy, foggy feeling that in part is too much trash left in the brain. And over time, that debris can build up and do severe damage. 
Now, it's not just the number of hours of sleep that you're getting, it's how effective those hours are. So if you want to get a good brainwash, you really want to optimize your sleep. Have you ever been to an aquarium or or looked in a fish tank and you see those bottom feeders gobbling up all the trash in the tank? Well, you have something just like that in your brain. It's called a microglia. It's amazing, but the problem is your microglia can get confused. And instead of gobbling up all the trash, they eat healthy brain cells. Now, we know that the brain can age when our immune system incorrectly attacks the brain. So why do these microglia attack? This happens when your immune system causes inflammation to occur, and it spreads to the brain, confusing the microglia. Think of inflammation like a fire. We want to put those fires out. So how do we do that? Well, inflammation can start in the gut and spread to the brain. And some foods help put the fire of inflammation out in the gut, and some foods stoke the flames. So what are the foods that we want to minimize that can be increasing inflammation? Well, I can sum it up by telling you about a trip I took to the Science Museum in Chicago. If you've been there, you might have seen they have a Twinkie that was unwrapped about 10 years ago, and it still looks great. It looks like it would taste delicious. And it's these foods that never spoil that we're worried about. The ones that are filled with all the additives and preservatives or those ultra-processed ingredients. These ingredients can cause inflammation that can spread from the gut to the brain, damaging and aging the brain. So how do you know if your food has this stuff in it? Well, next time you eat something, look at the packaging. If it looks like a chemistry experiment gone wrong, you're like, how do I even pronounce this stuff? Is this even food? You wanna minimize those ingredients. You wanna eat foods that will spoil eventually, just not when you're eating them. That's a great place to start. And in the book, I detail specific foods you wanna have on your plate, and the ones that really put the fires of inflammation out, and the ones that stoke the flames. Your brain has 80 billion brain cells, give or take a billion. And in between those 80 billion brain cells are 100 trillion connections. That's more connections in between your brain cells than stars in our galaxy, right there in your brain. And these 100 trillion connections, they're your thoughts, your feelings, they're how you move, your memories, And as we get older, we can lose those connections. Think of your brain like a bank account. When you put in a deposit, you don't notice the withdrawals as much. And by learning new things, you make new connections. Well, people always ask, well, what should I learn? Is it those brain games or those apps I see advertised? Well, the studies suggest that those apps and brain games, they make you better at those games, but they don't seem to carry over to -to day-to-day memory. Instead, What really seems to be helpful is pick something outside of your field of expertise, something you don't do every day, and do it a couple times a week. Think about a foreign language or a musical instrument or a new sport. It doesn't seem to matter as long as it's new information. If you're learning a little bit of brain science right now, you're doing one of the best things you can do for your brain. And think about a variety of activities. Think of your brain like your body. You wouldn't want to go to the gym and just work out your forearms. Eventually, you'd look like Popeye. So you just want a full body workout for your brain. And that comes from a variety of activities that work out different parts of your brain. Have you ever had that experience where you go to the refrigerator and you ask yourself, 
why am I standing at the refrigerator? What did I, what did I want here? Or you meet someone and you say, I'm going to remember their name. I'm going to do it. And they tell you their name. And what happens? It just disappears into thin air. Now, these types of memory issues, they're common and they can be normal. But if they're happening all the time, we want to get to the bottom of it. But there's a part of your brain called the hippocampus, and it's like the waiting room of your brain. And by understanding a little bit about how this part of your brain works, we can lessen the incidences of these types of memory issues. So your hippocampus, again, is, it's like your waiting room in your brain. And anything you learn, experience, it goes there and waits there for about 7 to 10 seconds. And in that time, the rest of your brain or other parts of your brain decide, is this information worth it? Or is this a complete waste of my time? (laughs) If it's worth it, the information leaves the hippocampus and is transferred to long-term memory storage, other parts of the brain. If it's not worth it, the information is pretty much thrown away. So the next time you're at the refrigerator, ask yourself, what happened in the last 7 to 10 seconds? Did you get a text message, a tweet, a phone call? Did somebody call your name? Any sort of distraction in your brain throws the information away. And we often don't spend two seconds remembering where we parked our car, put our keys. We're just on to the next, on to the next. So in a world of multitasking, we can often just be so quickly moving from task to task, we don't realize that our brain really needs an extra seven to 10 seconds to just focus on the information and make sure it's transferred to long-term memory as opposed to being thrown away. I'm going to give you a silly tip but it's rooted in brain science. The next time you want to remember someone's name and you don't want it to just disappear into thin air, right after they tell you their name, imagine writing their name on their forehead. Why does that silly trick work? Because it takes an extra seven, 10 seconds. Your brain goes, oh, this person's name must be important. I'm I'm focusing on it. It passes the threshold and your brain transfers it from the hippocampus, the waiting room, to long-term memory storage. So, Sometimes an extra few seconds can save us minutes or hours trying to remember something. All right, listeners. Mark says one of the best ways to protect your brain is to keep learning new things. And I hope I don't need to remind you that that's exactly what we're here for. Make learning a daily habit by downloading the Next Big Idea app or by signing up for our subscription service where we'll send you a curated selection of the best new nonfiction. You can find that at nextbigideaclub.com your brain will thank you. Tomorrow, we're going to challenge that brain of yours with some big ideas from a fascinating new book called Is Math Real? How Simple Questions Lead Us to Mathematics' Deepest Truths. Now, if that doesn't keep dementia at bay, I don't know what will. I'm Michael Kovnett. See you tomorrow.